Hi everybody, Colossians 3, today from verse 12. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness and patience, bearing with one another and, if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Paul has spoken about the old clothes, the stuff that we're to take off, the sins and the old ways of the flesh. Now he moves to the positive. Verse 12, put on them as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, new clothing. Here comes the list. But first, just before we dive into that list, let's note how he's addressing us. God's chosen ones, holy and beloved. That is what we are now. It's not what we'll be when we're better Christians. It's not what we'll be when we sort our behaviour out. It's not what we will be a few years down the track of maturity. This is what we are now. God's chosen ones, holy, beloved. Again, this is so important because it is our status in Jesus that is being spoken of here. This is true of us in him. This is not a reflection of us in ourselves. Paul is starting this little passage out by reminding us of the gracious, kind, undeserved position that we are in. In Jesus, we are holy. We are chosen. We are loved by God. And knowing that we get that all in him, completely undeserved, well, what follows flows from it. Compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, bearing with one another and forgiveness. When we get verse 12 right, when we're aware of how we have been placed in Jesus Christ by grace, we suddenly see we have experienced all of that list from God. Have a look at that list. Every single one of those words you can see directly reflect something of Jesus' life and his ministry and his work and his witness. Think about it. When Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, Matthew 9.26. Because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked, Luke 6.35. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, Philippians 2.8. See, your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey, Matthew 21.5. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises. Some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance, 2 Peter 3.9. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. 1 Peter 2.23 This passage is not just God telling us to be nice. That is not the shape of Christian ethics. This is God drawing us in to be to others like he has been and is daily to us. What God is in Jesus Christ, he is in himself. What we see in Jesus is how God is. And so these aren't just some dry commands to do something that 
goes against the grain for us a bit. This is beautiful living flowing from beautiful gospel realities that we have been given in Jesus. This is an invitation to live the life of God. And it's very clear in verse 13 where the link is explicit, forgiving others as the Lord has forgiven you. Think of Jesus, even as he was being nailed to the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Verse 14, Paul says, Above all these, the most important item of clothing is love. Love is what binds these all together in perfect harmony. Of course, above all, God is love. God himself is defined by love before all things. Before God was the creator, he was a lover, father, son and spirit in eternal loving fellowship. Before God was angry at sin, he was a lover. In fact, his creating and his hatred of sin flow from his eternal being as the God of love. And so for us, while we might think love, or it seems a classic way to end a list like this, it is the most profound thing to say. The Christian life is marked by God-likeness, primarily in love. Not because we're forced to or because it's in the instruction book, but because God himself is like this. This is what we have stepped into in Jesus. When we found ourselves to be chosen ones, holy and beloved, this is exactly what we walked into. A God who chooses to redeem sinners, who makes them holy and beautiful like him and loves them out of his own eternal fountain of love and from that endless source we can begin to live and behave and speak in a way that relegates our old fleshly desires and impulses and is fitting for that body where remember verse 11 christ is all and in all so that is what you're called to today a life of love, but it begins not with your efforts, but in the overflow of God's own life and love in the Lord Jesus Christ.